What's going on, Hollow Table Hobos? And welcome. The cantina is open for business. Bring your drinks. Have a seat. We're here to talk Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. Now, first thing I gotta say, it's been it's been requested. Um I, I gotta tell the people what I'm drinking. So I'm sitting here with a nice glass and I've got some Woodford Reserve in it. And for those of you that don't know what that is, that is a fairly decent bourbon. Um, it's neat in a glass. And for those of you that don't know what neat is, I don't do ice. I don't water down my shit. Drink it the way God intended it. Just drink it. Deal with it. And um, so, oh, the immortal cane. Hold on, hold on, brother. I'm going through the intro. I'll, I'll cue you in in just a moment, but thank you for making it. Um, we have a great, great episode in store for you guys tonight. I am pleased and honored to introduce Pico Burrito. Um, you may know him. You've heard him on HNN, the Hollow Table News Network. The man is, like, he, he knows his shit. Like, he knows the game. He's got some great insight um, for early, intermediate, even endgame players. Um, he knows his stuff. He knows how the game is played. He's got great theories and things that are going on in the game, which just intrigues me. And I'm sure my new co-host, the Immortal Kane, is going to have some questions for him because Kane just hit level 30. Yay! Bravo for the Immortal Kane. But anyway. Almost. Almost. You're almost there. But uh, Pico Burrito, thank you very much for stepping into the cantina. Um, drinks are on the house for our guests, of course. Um, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, I heard you guys had a phenomenal jukebox here, so I was going to check that out when we're done, but really excited about this. Because uh, we're sharing drinks uh, tonight, I am a, a lollipop uh, citrus ale from Trogues. Uh, it, it is supposed to be a dry hopped mosaic citra, and I can't even pronounce the next word. It's a double uh, IPA. Uh, just cracked a six-pack open special for this, so I'm excited to be here. Damn, Kane, what do you think? That sounds interesting as fuck. Like, I would actually yeah, try that. It actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, like, do it. I would actually try that. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I would give that a shot. <laughs> yeah, th th this one is, is a, th this is a couple, not six uh, at, at a time, because um, it, it, it needs for a good night of sleep. All right, well, <laughs> is it, shit. It is, <laughs> more, is it more citrusy or hoppy? It's more hoppy. It's got a little bit of citrus to it, but it, it's a it's a good double IPA. It, it's uh, Trogues makes some really good stuff. Uh, I, I picked up some other things from there in the past, but uh, I just haven't had a chance to get to this one. I pulled brought it back with me from St. Louis, uh, visiting some family about a month month and a half ago. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely try that. Uh, I, I like hoppy brews. That that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm not the biggest hoppy fan, but man, I'll, I mean, I'll try anything once, twice if I like it. You know, um, and that that goes into the uh, first topic, which I like to call first order. Shout out to Sternbach from the um, Good Morning Corbon podcast because he's a first order nut. And as we get on to first order, Pico, um, we had a um, we had a state of the galaxy, and it was um, like we had the road ahead, and it was lackluster to say the least. Yeah. And then we got this um, State of the Galaxy, which literally CG just just took a big shit on us with all kinds of info. And I want to know, what did you like? What did you not like? 
concerns, fears, or have you gotten to the point and also address uh, Datacrons at some point? Or have you just gotten to the point where, from what I'm hearing, a lot of people are at, which is they just have zero fucks to give at this point? Well, you know, I I guess I'm not in the zero fucks stage. I, you know, it's change. And I, I think uh, if you're not willing to accept change, this is probably not the best game for you. And I, I think that that's the way to kind of look at it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll hit the piece that I, I didn't interest me is the mod changes. Well, I think they're great um, for folks that want to manage mods in the game. I'm a hot utils user, um, and I don't see that going away anytime soon. And, and I'll be honest, if, you, if you've ever looked at mod management in, in hot utils and what CG put together, it's it, they're the exact same thing. And it's I think it's great that they put that in there, um, but... There's some things I think I can do in Hot Utils that, that just simplify the game a little bit better for me. Um, quickly applying, like completely remodding a roster for say like territory battles or something like that and then switching it back for GAC. You know, some, some time management pieces. Um, I'll still use it, I don't want this to be a, a commercial. I, I get no kickback from the, the HU guys. Um, although I did get to interview one of them once on, a, on an HNN episode, but um, you know, the mod piece didn't really ring the bell for me because I, I just won't use it, but I, I think in general that's a pretty positive. Uh, change well speaking of that uh, i mean i'm i'm 9.3 million gp i've been sure. i've been playing this game for a hot minute now so pico sell me this pen what is yeah. it about what is it okay. about what what is it that this mod change is going to do that hot utils doesn't or vice versa why and for those of you that you know i'm sure i'm sure there's people like i, I do hot utils yeah it does cost money to use it it does help you with the game I have like this mental block of fuck dude really I'm going to spend $10 on some shit and it's like for the game but it's like not really for the game so sell me this pen what what yeah. what, what do I need to do So great you're going to put me on the spot cuz you know at its core I'm a sales guy I mean it's almost what I do for a living so let, let's start with it, it's $10 all right so it's $10 a month is is what the charge is to use hot utils and the way that I always kind of factor a lot of these things are it's a time versus money equation. And there are just some certain things that are built into the Hot Utils tool set that inherently save time for anyone who wants to play the game. Now, they're both going to give you the ability to quickly level up mods or identify which mods are good and which mods are bad. Now, one of the advantages in Hot Utils is they've got some community uh, filters that are in place so I can look at guys like uh, I know Arnold's got some hot utils has some as well There's a guy by the name of Ethian. I actually just import all of his Filters and I use that to tell me what mods are good and what mods are bad so I can clear that inventory out um, It's gonna help you quickly kind of level up and expose all of those, you know, it's it's a uh, the the ground wars assault battle and you know we get like 20 or 30 of the blue health mods it's gonna let you quickly level those up to see which ones have speed sell them, get rid of them. So if you're complaining about 500 mods or hitting the mod cap, that goes away. You should be able to use this tool to get those garbage mods out. Just a, just a quick PSA, if it doesn't have speed, throw it out. It's never going to be good. There's no reason to hold on to it. Don't tell me that, well, there's certain cases. No. If you're hitting the mod cap, get rid of them. You shouldn't have more than 100 mods sitting in inventory at any point in time. Oh, then, I've, the already, that, that, then I've already done <laughs> fucked up. Look, I, I think that the, the part of the problem is, and I, I, this is the secondary thing with, with Hot Utils, I think where it comes in is that, so they have a function in the tool 
that you can put together a an ordered list in in your your roster and like for me you know my list is Jedi Master Luke you know Kylo Piet Maul Kenobi Beskar Mandalorian and what you can do with that is essentially it starts at the top of your list and it works its way all the way down to the bottom and it looks at all of the data that's available on swh.gg for best mod sets for the top 100 as well as top 100 guilds and it kind of comes up with like look the 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 target is like these specific stats on kenobi these are the these are the mod sets that people were using then it looks through what you have available and tries to match that to give you the best kind of you know uh, crowdsourced view of where all those mods sit and you can set targets so like there's certain characters that i sit with very specific target speed sets like I try to keep my Piet over 355 just so that I know that he's going to go first in some of these cases. And then it'll just parse through your entire roster and it kind of builds out a mod set that you can then push into the game and have it apply across all of your characters. And this is what I do. Like, so when Malgus was released, I take Malgus and I kind of find a spot to slide him up into the, into the list. And I may go through and say, look, you know, I've got him at R9, so I want to get his health, you know, around 150,000. I want to get his speed maybe up to 265. And I can say, hey, these are my target stats. And I tell it to go, and it kind of runs through. And this takes about 35 or 45 minutes, but it kind of runs through the entire roster, and it comes up with it. It comes back and says, hey, Brian, what do you think about this? Is this what we should do with, with your roster? And I can decide if that's what I want to do or not, and I can apply it into the game. And nope. to me, that's the biggest advantage that it has right there. No, um, oh, so shit. the other piece is and then I can kind of save that off so I can save that and decide if I want to use that or not but then if I look at things like in territory battles you know if, if we're all light side territory battles and, you know, at least I try to remod some of the battles you know just so you've got a higher chance to win so I can create a template that I want to use say for uh, you know my raid team in territory battles I can apply that onto the team and then I can just roll it back just with a click of a button in the in the uh, in the UI and the web UI, I can just roll back my entire roster and kind of reset everything back to a steady state without having to build out those silly mod templates and everything else that they've built. So that's the big thing for me is is that capability, um, especially like yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I'm, I'm, my, my bad, but I, I just yeah. I'm not trying to interrupt you or anything. I just have a question. You said that <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. That, that <laughs> don't have. I can't help it. You're piss awful, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you said that it helps people that don't really have the time to play, able to still kind of keep up and play. What well, elaborate a little bit on that? Does that like does it farm for you, or does it just kind of pick the things to tell you what to farm for, so you're not like trying to pick up miscellaneous shit along the way? Yeah, so so it, it does a little bit of both. It, it will not go out and farm mods for you, and, and that's that's one of the big things because there's. There's some questions about what they do, whether it, it's a violation of the terms of service, and, and okay. it's not. And there's there's look, they've, they've got a bunch of details in their Discord around why it's not, and they've actually had some conversations with CG. CG will never bless this, but they have made a very uh, specific decision that they will never uh, do something like go and fight your battles for you. They will never go through an auto sim fights to, to kind of level everything up because that's the line that they don't want to cross. All they're really doing is they're looking at the mods that you have available. In this case, they're looking at the mods that you have available. And, 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 and hold, hold on, I'm sorry, Pico. In fairness, yeah. he's level 30. I don't, I, I mean, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, that was years ago. I don't think, I don't even think he knows what mods so are yet. Be there yet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, so so think about it this way. They're going to look at, at what you have available 
um, within that you've already kind of acquired in the game, and they're going to tell you the most efficient way to apply that in the game. Now, mods, if, if you haven't run across them, it, it will make a little bit more sense when you run into mods. Uh, but that's the bigger thing that it does, and it's it's um, you know the way that I look at it is, you know, I, you know oh, oh man, I'm, I'm like you, I'm like a 10.8 million. I've got the roster unlocked. Um, Jesus, ten point eight. Holy too shit! Too many characters to track. What the best set for everybody? Is. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So like like some of it, you know, they're they're just certain characters. Like, look, you want your Grand Admiral Thrawn probably to be north of three ten speed at all times. You know, BB eight, a character that we don't really use a lot anymore, but you you just want him to be around like three hundred speed at any point in time. Absolutely. And, and part of this is because you can kind of set these values and then just say kind of hey, you know. Computer, take care of it, and it's. I, I know that's an oversimplification of it, but it, it's running an algorithm on the backside to kind of just pre-populate all of those pieces for you, and it just kind of assigns the best build-out for each one of the characters at any point in time, and, and then you can kind of just apply that across the game. Um, and, and a lot of it is, you know, like I, I'll give an example. Uh, you know, the the Wampa Omicron came out. And, and you need to get it over, you know, to, for that to really work, you need to get it over, you know, we'll say 140, 160% tenacity. And I could have spent, you know, an evening sitting on the couch watching TV with my family, trying to find the best, you know, 100, 100%, you know, tenacity mods I could find in the game. Or I could just go through into the game and say, look, set it north of 140%. And it's going to go through and it's going to find that and it's going to it's going to build it. More importantly, when it, when it borrows from... You know, somebody else, like it probably took something from like maybe Dooku in that case, it's going to find another mod to put back on Dooku to replace that one. Now that's, yeah, that's, that's, run this run by that's fucking interesting. Yeah. I didn't know it yes. did that. Yeah. Yeah, like, see, yeah. I, I could get behind this. I mean, like me, I'm, I'm knowing that I'm new to the game, but, you know, I've, I've done a lot of console and PC gaming over the years. Sure. And the one thing that I am utmost against when it comes to any type of gaming is bots. If if you have a bot that's going to do it for you, no, no, you get zero support from me. But this, if it's not going to fight it for you, I can back this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the example I gave, I'm, I'm playing a, a, there's a game on, on the Switch right now. It's called Fire Emblem Three Hopes, and it's a big user. Stuff. Yep. So, you know, the optimized button that they have on there when, you, when you've got your build outs that kind of go through and find the best equipment for a character when you level them up. Yes. Same concept behind that. It's doing that optimized piece, but it's just running it across your entire roster instead of individual characters from that side. And, and if you think about it, like, I'll give an example of, of, of where this, kind of where this runs is, you know, Malgus dropped on Monday. I slid him up into kind of this ordered list a little bit. I kind of put him up into a into a spot where where I thought it made sense for him, and I I just hit run and I went back to work. You know, I came back 45 minutes later and it had a recommendation. It shows me like, hey, these are the changes we think we're going to make, and I can decide whether I want to do that or not. But that was 45 minutes that I didn't have to spend poking around trying to find the best mods for a character from that, that side. And that's only one kind of feature that's there. Now they do some things like you can. Um, you can build templates out to push into loadouts in the game. Uh, they do some things with like tracking where you're at in conquest, um, just to show you know how many you can you can kind of put a plan into conquest. Like these are all the the feats that I plan to get, and it'll kind of tell you whether you're on target or not. Uh, tracks things like stamina on your characters. You can do that in the game pretty well from that side. 
but they also the the one piece that they also do that I, I think is incredibly helpful is like on that conquest payout monday when you get all the mod material in you can actually when you sync your game into the tool you can actually go through it not only will it make a recommendation these are the mods that you should upgrade you can actually just in the in the web page you can actually go through and quickly upgrade them right from the web page as well so and it's i think it's a little bit easier to kind of point and click with a mouse than it is through through the ui so it doesn't play for you it just kind of optimizes where you're there and it's 10 bucks fuck so man I, that, I, that's kind of the way that i look at it yeah i think you just sold me this pen <laughs> um i i i, I i'm not 100 percent sold on it uh i, I would back it 100 percent like it it sounds like the same thing that I would do if, if I was on, you know, like 100% farm on any console or PC game that I played. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's doing the same thing that I would do with all of my characters, but it's doing it for me. I can back it. Like, I, I don't know about 10 bucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, speak, Fair enough. speaking of that, but before we went, uh, before we went live, Pico, you had said that in some respects, the game has changed for new players. Now, for somebody like Kane, who's at level 30, he just got he just unlocked guilds, he's able to join a guild. And for him or anyone else that may listen to this that is that is just starting this game, what advice do you what advice do you have for somebody to to maximize their experience and to progress uh efficiently? Yeah, so uh, and look, I, I, have, I have had this conversation with the folks before, and, and I have been told that my point of view is wrong because my roster is so heavy right now. But I, I think the, the couple of, of key points that I look at is, first, I, I know the brand new shiny characters are awesome. They're exciting. Java's coming out. It's going to be huge. It's all anyone wants to talk about. Uh, you know, the, the profundity of the new ship is coming up. At 30, you might not have even unlocked ships yet, but the, the sweet spot is looking at characters that are more than a year old because you get accelerated shards, you yep. get accelerated character shards, so you can unlock them faster. Yep. You know, so if you, if you look at something like, you know, if you look at some teams, and I, I think building teams makes a lot of sense, and I think building multi-function teams make a lot of sense. So if you think about it from the terms of, I'll just use an example because Bad Batch just got to the accelerated farm. Yes, they There's did. There's a ton of stuff you can do with 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 Bad Batch, and they're great for, you know, Grand Arena. They're probably in, 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 you know lower GPs are probably great in Territory Wars. Um, you can use them in Conquest. Uh, you know, I, I think personally, and a lot of folks may disagree with this. I think building. Um, teams that work in assault battles is a great way to get some returns so like if you if you look at uh building a rebel team to take on the uh the empire assault battle absolutely um, you get shards that comes back with that like so it's, it's it's this big thing of like if you're going to put resources into a character those resources should be able to bring you back other resources on the back side of it so I would look at those assault battles. You know, you want to be able to do well enough in raids, but but honestly, um, most of the time you're, you're going to be able to. You know, those teams will do well enough in raids. But I would build, focus on teams, get them up to a point where they're where they're viable. Uh, you know, I think that that's probably in a lot of cases you probably want a couple of at least G11 or G12 teams. Um, probably not relics at, at, at very early on, but but stay focused and don't get sidetracked by the big shiny object that just got released because because frankly unless you're willing to pay a lot of money it's, you're not going to get there 
So no, not not in the slightest. Uh, I I am taking a different approach to this. Uh, me and me and the old man talked about it. I'm gonna try and attempt to do this spending nothing. Everything that I'm doing, uh, it's gonna be straight uh, by me. I tried but to talk him out of it. Point. I tried to talk him out of it. You uh, you did you did hit a really good point for me. Uh, I have been trying to look into rebels. Yeah. So I mean, so you like right then and there, just saying that I'm I feel like I'm kind of on the right path with the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I think Rebels is a great squad. I think uh, a Padme Galactic Republic team is a great squad. Um, I think a Empire Troopers team is a phenomenal squad. Oh, Troopers are dirty. Stuff. And, and again, these are all accelerated characters, so you should be able to unlock them very, very easily. Um, or, or relative, I should say relatively easily, but you know, the, the shards double. I, I played two accounts for a very small period of time, and, and I played it right as they introduced the shard acceleration and man it was awesome i mean there were days you're, you're, you're pulling in 30 or 40 shards off of you know just regular energy spends and and that that's almost unheard of so uh, but but i would find just a couple of teams that you could kind of be successful with and, and kind of move, move forward with those but oh, what do you recommend yeah. what do you recommend to farm my characters more efficiently Right, right now I'm just I'm just doing light side and dark side hard okay. modes. Uh, I'm going in. I'm doing the events. I'm doing challenges. I'm just I'm running into. I run out of I run out of I run out of sims. I run yeah. out of um, I run out of energy. I run out of this. I run out of that. I'm I'm running into a lot of that. Is there a more proficient way to do it? Yeah, so, so I, I think what tends to work better, if you're farming everybody, you're farming nobody, is kind of the way that I look at it. Um, I, I would, again, you know, look at the first team everyone seems to unlock are, is Phoenix, because Phoenix opens the door to Thrawn. It, it partially opens the door up to Palpatine, so there, there's some other, you know, kind of better characters that they unlock. But but I'm of the view that you kind of look at, you farm one character with with regular energy or kind of light side dark side energy and you just focus on that character and maybe you do two refreshes because you probably are making enough crystal crystals that you can do two two hard node refreshes on that um farm one character out of cantina um, and then i tried to far focus on farming one character out of uh galactic war and one out of arena currency but as you're as you're Farming those characters, like so. So, say you decide. I think I'm trying to think. Uh, Sabine was a hard node character. Uh, yes, she was. Yes, in the Phoenix Squad. But, <laughs> but so you take Sabine up, and you, she's a great character. But I, for what you need in the team, probably not, not the best fit. But she she worked for the example. You take Sabine up to the point that you, you have her unlocked, and you gear her as you're working through that piece. When you're done with her, you put her down, and you move on to the next character. But the problem is that if you're trying to to get shards for Sabine and you're trying to get gear for Ezra and you're trying to get gear for Kanan, all of a sudden you're getting spread so thin that you're not seeing any progress. And the lack of progress is where people get frustrated and that's where they start kind of leaving or they start spending and some of those other pieces from that side. But I, I think focus and, and see, you know, see um, success is the, the kind of the way to kind of keep, keep yourself sane through the process. I hope that makes sense. 
Yeah, I mean, it's perfect sense. I'm, I'm actually farming Dooku. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to build a big, a little bit bigger of a dark side. Yeah. But that, that's kind of what I've been doing. It's that, that fucking drop rate is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Welcome to yeah, the I'll, suck. I'll run it. I'll run this fucking fight 10, 20 times before I run out of energy and I may get fucking six shards. Yeah. yeah. So, so the other thing to, to keep in the back of your head, because you're going to unlock ships soon, and th- there, there's an endgame piece of it's, it's a great place to make crystals, but ships will lead to the most important unlock in the game yep. until you get to the end of that Zeta Mats. And it, it's funny, because I just unlocked the way to start getting my ships. Yeah, so... You want to focus on building, and again, there are probably people that, will, that are rolling over their graves by the fact that I'm going to say this, but I think you want to fo- focus on building a dark side fleet that gets you to the point that you can unlock the Grand Moff, the Grand Moff Tarkin will have an event that rolls around like once or twice a month, but when you get to the fourth or fifth tier, you unlock the ability to get Zeta Mats three times a week. Yeah. And yeah. you need those. those Absolutely, are, yeah. gold. Um, so, you know, it, a lot of people will tell you, like, you know, go build a, a geo, you know, a, a Geonosian uh, squad, and then you know you can build a fleet around that and, and do well in fleet arena. And, and absolutely, that, that's correct. But I think Zetas are, are such a, a critical piece for, for success in the game that that I I would focus on getting to the Zeta mats as fast as possible. Well, Pico, now that you... So you know, no, go ahead, Kane. Go ahead. I, I am writing... Just so you know, I, I am writing all of this down. He, he is. He literally has a notebook in front of him. But, um, Pico, now that you mentioned ships, um, again, we talked slightly before we started about... And I want to switch gears a little bit. You said that you had listened to uh, one of my episodes about the Rattus. Now, yeah. and you were kind of chomping at the bit and you want to make get this point so once again sir i'm going to give you the floor i'm with with jabba and and radis coming out i feel like for at least for my roster i feel like with jabba counters are gonna occur like we we have eight legends right now including malgus and star killer um the counters for jabba are gonna happen it's it's the new shiny toy everybody's gonna want it but the fact that crystals are still a thing in Fleet Arena, and and for any of my listeners out there, and I've said this before, how many fucking matches come down to ships? Yeah. It's absolutely maddening. I I like I, I'm pushing for. I don't know if I'm gonna get it the first go around. I'm gonna try, but I'm going for Radis. So now with the 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 the, um, the new announcement. What are your thoughts on the Radis? So I, you want to understand, right? The, the the Radis should be the priority, and and for for all the reasons you laid out. But what where I've been kind of waiting for a chance to talk to you. The, the, there's two things I think a lot of people are, are missing um, about Radis and R9 and, and the profundity coming to the game. And the first thing about profundity, everyone keeps asking, like, is it going to beat the executor? Is it going to beat the executor? That's the wrong question. The question is, what's going to beat the profundity? And 
the, the thing there, and if you remember back to when Executor released and we were in kind of the new Grand Arena phase, I was on an incredible win streak just because I had a seven-star Executor and most people didn't, they couldn't beat it. And I 100% <laughs> believe that the profundity of the Executor at minimum will be negotiator and malevolence level kind of, they, they, they cancel each other out. But if you don't have something to beat my executor and my profundity, you're screwed. You and are, yeah. No, you are screwed. That, that people need to think about. You know, so it, it's not. I, I know that there's people parse CG's words, and, and, and I'm a big fan of, of words matter, you know, and, and should be able what should be able to challenge. Uh, I, I think the, the profundity is going to shift the meta. But I don't think anything's going to beat the profundity unless you've got the profundity. Like I, I, I think that that's the direction it's going to go, which is why I think it's so critical that that, that folks that can go off in that direction. Well, I remember um, the the words in their post. I think it said "will rival," and that yeah. that le like when I hear "rival," that goes well. There's some fucking room for interpretation with that phrase. Um, we can you know break down the syllables and go well. Hold on a moment. Um, now, yeah. my biggest concern is it seems like they want to shift the Falcon from home one to the profundity. And I'm finding the, I'm, I'm, I'm finding Kyle Katarn ship rather lackluster. So it, it's, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah, it, it's. I think where they're going is they're going to increase the number of ships in Grand Arena, and we're going to see an increase oh, in the fuck. number of 5v5 ground combats by at least one or two. That, that, that's where I think they're going. I mean, we, we, you see this all the time. You see an influx of characters and teams. You know, like, I, I my Omni-Zam doesn't get off the bench anymore. Like, that, that, that's, a, that, that's a weird thing to say especially when, when how impactful that character was but there's so many characters that have kind of come along in the last six months so you see an influx of characters all of a sudden you've got great characters that you don't use um, and then they add like maybe one or two more slots and everyone complains that i don't have enough teams and the, the cycle kind of just goes over and over and over again we're in one of those you know heavy heavy unused rock portion of the roster right now and i think we'll see an increase in tw uh, I think we'll see an increase in, in Grand Arena. I, I hate three v three. I'm right there. I'm that, right there with you. I don't think that they can increase three v three anymore and expect people to com complete that in a twenty four hour window. Like I, I just, it's it's too much. Um, it's too. Is, it's too many matches. Yeah, it it's is. just too many. Um, and especially when when. The three team, you know, like I don't remember what every character does, but I know that generally this team does a lot of days, it does a lot of ability block, and like the, maybe these couple of characters do something. Like General Grievous is a great example. I know everybody land, everybody has turn or uh, gets out a, a target lock, and I know that V2 strips everything, and I know that Grievous does a lot of damage. But don't ask me what the individual like underlying kit pieces are. I just know collectively. It pulls, you know, turn meter off of the team. It, it strips buffs and it gets target lockout, which does some magic stuff. Then you move over to three v three, and I got to remember, all right, which pieces of that is no longer available? That that's that's the problem with three v three. Is I got to spend so much time just refreshing myself on two hundred and twenty eight characters in the game, <laughs> and it's too much. Um, which 
that 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 idea though that the rosters are expanding, this gets back to, and again, unpopular opinion. CG is doing you a favor by forcing you to take Radis to R9. Absolutely. Right? I you know, I I think at first I was like, holy shit, that's rough. But then you know, after I let it kind of digest for a couple days, I went. Well, why the fuck wouldn't you put it to Relic 9? Everyone, like, you know, once the executor hit, uh, people were, you know, it was Relic 8, people were kicking ass, taking names, and then you started to see some Relic 9s trickle in, and who were, you know, it was, you want that at Relic 9. Yeah. Well, and, and also, his team, his, his combat team, is going to be an insane defensive team that people are going to need very quickly because of the changing meta around Galactic Legends and, and Datacrons. Because, and, and I don't know what you see in, in Grand Arena, but, but typically what I'm seeing is everyone sets, you know, there's there's eight Galactic Legends to start with, because Malgus and and, and, uh, and Starkiller are both kind of Galactic Legends in that game mode. But most people are setting five on defense, and I think we'll continue to see maybe five, if not four, probably a drop on that side. But then all of a sudden Datacrons came in and I can't, you know, I can't beat maybe Lord Vader as much with my bounty hunters or, you know. Oh, I, no, I quit. I'm having a hard time. Oh, you know, yeah. I quit. I, I, after Datacrons hit, I, I quit the bounty hunter counter. I quit it. Nope. Yeah. Um, Ray became really hard to take out with Starkiller. So all of a sudden, like some of these off meta counters don't work anymore. So now I got to start pulling defensive teams in onto offense and I gotta fill in gaps where that's at. And, and um, Radis with with a, a a Rogue One squad underneath it. First of all, he is faster than you can believe. Oh my God, he he's, he's speed re- that's, yeah, he's that's ridiculous. Um, I I had him in relics for the last round of five v five, and my opponent messaged me that it was unfair watching what Radis <laughs> did to his teams over and over again. Uh, it was unfair. Well, it, no. You know, I've only I've only been playing for like a few days. Uh, how is it that I'm just now like old man? I feel like you kind of like shunned me here. How am I just now oh, finding out Star Killer is in this game? Uh, uh, my my bad, dude. I didn't. Okay, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, how how long? Like I have so much Star Killer shit, it's not even funny, and I'm just now finding out the Star Killers in this game. And from what I'm hearing, it sounds like he's a punk bitch, and so I gotta get rid of all my stuff. Well, you know, no, no, he's he's actually a stud. He is, he is phenomenal. Dude, but I'm gonna he's be honest. He, with the, yeah. He's a GL without with having the GL tag. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you with the Men in Black memory eraser because that's one of those characters I don't want you to think about for the next 12 months. At least because. <laughs> so. But yeah, no, he's he's pretty great in the game. Uh, Who's great? Star Killer. He's he's phenomenal in the game. He he is a he is a, a difference maker on, on rosters. Um, and it's and frankly, the characters you need to unlock him help you create like three or four other teams that are all really great as well. It's it's a massive contrast to what happened with with the Inquisitors because the kind of the Star Killer squad came out right before him. Um, CG did it right with Starkiller. Oh my god, yeah. The, the yeah. Can, so. Star- you, can, Star- you get him, can you get him light side or dark? No, he's dark. Uh, he's dark. He's dark side. But okay. Okay. He, so you, you really like this, though, because um, 
the way his his ultimate setup is you put Starkiller on a team and then you need one Sith character, one Jedi character, and then one light side not, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen the tag for unaligned force user, like Rey is not a Jedi, but she has the force, you know, yeah. Kylo Ren. So then you need a light side unaligned force user and a dark side unaligned force user. And if you put those that that squad with that very specific composition together, he he wrecks face and he's essentially got an ultimate that he pulls the starship down on top of everybody. So he literally pulls a Star Destroyer out of the fucking sky and clocks you over the head with it. And yeah, I, I, I see, I seen it happen in the games. I love, I love this scene. Uh, sold. Yeah. And, and Kane, I, I hate to do this, but this is how crackheads are created. <laughs> you know, today, today it's <laughs> not spending, I'm not spending it. Next week, you're like, so I spent a thousand dollars on this game that last week, and I still didn't get it unlocked. <laughs> uh, I. I I've, ex- I've experienced video game crack. I play I played World of Warcraft for yeah. uh, going going on shit sixteen years. Yeah, mm. yeah. That that is crack. <laughs> I <laughs> never it, man. I never played. Like well, I, never I played mean, that. I'm probably never gonna wind up in rehab. Yeah. So, uh. Pico, I have to ask you, um, there was at one point, and again, um, it, it was a take that I remember you had on HNN, and I, I thought it was fascinating. I loved it. Um, there was a there was a big gap between Lord Vader and the latest GL announcement, and I I embraced that opportunity because I didn't, I didn't think the Inquisitors were going to be worth a damn, and I was right. So I, I went and rounded out my roster. I I, yep. I was anticipating everything from Malgus. I brought Malak to Relic 9. I brought Darth Revan to Relic 8. Just because of that 50% mastery, I was like, oh, my God. So I was I, I, I spent my resources on, you know, yeah, I was farming the Inquisitors, but I wasn't, like, going, oh, my God, i got to get the Grand Inquisitor. He's going to smoke Kenobi, which, you know... I know the community went into an uproar. I'm sorry. I read the post. That wasn't a guarantee. They didn't tell you yeah. it was going to beat it. Um, but fucking legend Jabba. What it, like is that like left field or what? Like what? What are your thoughts on that? No, I, I, it was exactly what I expected. Um, and with the, the exception that I thought we were going to get a light side rebel galactic legend um of you know kind of it, it it's got to be leah or leia next because she's just terrible every character of hers is terrible in the game you've got a couple you've got at least one good han but uh, i think we're getting endor leia next and i think that we're going to get an endor territory battle coming which is another side topic but um i think job is the right play especially with uh Disney putting so much effort into kind of scum and villainy. So there's going to be a lot that they can kind of build out of that. But um, I'm excited about it. I, I think there's a ton of stuff that they can do with him. I think uh, the, what is it, Salicious B. Crumb is going to kind of be his his attack. Um, like where he tore out 3PO's eye. Um, oh, yeah. I just think there's a ton of stuff that you, you can do from that side. But um, I, I think he's going to be great, and, and I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm a little worried that 
you know, we've got one marquee that we need to we need to get through. I think we'll probably see another marquee next week. Yeah, no, definitely. We're a, yeah, a we're difficult climb. Yeah, we're due for another um, one. Yeah, but but I, I think it's I think it's great. Um, I, I think he'll be a ton of fun. I mean, it's it's uh, I'm I'm real anxious to see. I, I think you talked about like how are you going to put something that big on on the map without you know taking it to like the 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 backside view you get with the. Uh, the night sister where you're fighting the table view like i, I yeah. don't i don't know how they're going to do that no that's that's so, like if you ever like you know god forbid you ever wanted to put hermit yoda in there how are you going to find little fucker he's going to be hiding yeah, behind yeah. him yeah <laughs> you know it's going to be ridiculous <laughs> I, I i do have to say um considering lore i mean the fact that um especially in return of the jedi you know uh, you know Je uh, jedi knight luke you know you will deliver Han Solo and the Wookiee to me. And then yeah. he laughs at him. Like, I think he's going to be resistant. I, I think his tenacity is going to be through the roof. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not uh, going to be able you, to put shit on him. You said that a couple of weeks ago about the, the whole Jedi thing. And I, and I, I, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, I, I think he's going to be, he's going to be miserable to, to get from that side. Um, I expect him to call a lot of characters to attack. Uh, and I, I just, I, I think it's, I, I'm, I'm excited that we're getting another Galactic Legend in. I'm glad that we got a gap so that some folks could catch up. You know, I, I hope people spent the time actually, you know, building characters and not hoarding for the next big thing because that, that seems to never work out in my opinion. But uh, I think he's going to be great. Um, you know, Karstanton or, man, I can't even say his name now that I, I'm, I'm listening to you the, the couple of episodes were just all the variations of the name, so I can't say his name right. I, I just but, go uh, with uh, okay. I just go with Kazakhstan. I got yeah, that yeah, from uh, Mikey from the Good Morning uh, Korriban podcast. I'm just calling him fucking Kazakhstan. So I, <laughs> I call him BK because in the, ah, in the have it your Afra, way. Yeah, well, but in the, in the Doctor Doctor Afra uh, comic where where I first ran across him, um, he's Black Carstanton. So I just call him BK from that. Uh, but he's got like I, I know people read the kid. I know people made impressions. Just just drop them, throw them away. Don't 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 make an impression about a character that is clearly designed to fit a very specific role with a very specific squad, and it's not there. Like that that that's the that there's you know I, I get the complaint like oh it's all these things built around the Huck cartel. The Huck cartel as it looks today is not going to be the answer that we're going to have. And, and I think at minimum, we'll probably get one or two character refreshes, kind of like we did with Royal Guard. Uh, they probably have a plan for somebody to kind of be good out of out of that squad, um, or to kind of to kind of fill in a gap. But he's got a really unique piece of his kit that seems to be built around countering the cat problem. And that's you know I cat, noticed that cat kills somebody right away. Yeah. I I did notice that, that. That revive is there on on that on him, so you don't have to worry about outrunning Kenobi and Cat. Yeah, and that's going to be the one of the few places that CG is going to kind of give you the you know the Pope blessing that you are allowed to bypass this problem. We're gonna we're gonna allow it with this set. We're not going to do anything to fix it. Um, but that is specifically designed to counter that piece, which I I think. 
he is going to be he's going to end the the Jedi Master Kenobi kind of run of if you can't beat this you're you're screwed. So that that's that's the biggest thing that I hope out of him is that he he maybe pushes Kenobi down a little bit, uh, especially as as we're pushing to the data crime problem. Oh, and that was the uh, that was the next thing I wanted to ask you about. How do you? Uh, some people love him. Some people hate him. Some people are are grinding them and getting them just out of necessity to stay competitive. I've bumped into a couple GAC opponents that have just gone fuck all. I'm not doing it, and I trounced them, and I felt bad for a minute. What um, what are you, what are your thoughts on this uh, this new element to the game that CG has graced us with? I I genuinely like them, but I. I also genuinely like change in the game, but let, let me let me throw something out there that that I, I picked up on this week, and, it, and I think this is where one of the problems are going to come into play. So we are ten days away from the next set of datacrons, so set three. Yeah, um, and in set three. There is a rank nine datacron for Malgus, right? Yes. So, what we're going to get with Malgus is one week of 3v3 where he's unedited. And that's likely going to be it. So, we're going to have this three month window where everyone who's going to play with Malgus is going to do it with this weird, overpowering change made to his kit. And no one, no one's gonna have an understanding of what he really does when you take that away. Is the first piece, and the second is CG won't have any valid data as to how he performs without the data crop. So what happens in four months when they destroy that set, and we've got this character that all these people have dumped resources in, and again we've seen it in a number of cases where. These super powerful characters, they release them into the game and there's an unintended, you know, interaction with something and they have to refund pieces, they have to go into testing, it, the, the community goes into an uproar. And, and I am not one of the people to say CG doesn't test their stuff. I, they, they release bugs, I get it. But this, the, the, you cannot out-test the player base, but they're pushing the true testing of the kit out four months and I think it's a problem like I, I think we shouldn't be getting a Malgus datacron for at least two months just so that, that there's some valid data as to how this thing's going to work oh I agree and I, I agree that, he's, and he's... we'll do the same thing with Java because I, 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 I guarantee that we're going to get a Java datacron within a month of him being a man. Oh yeah, some sort of hot cartel data crime. Yeah. Absolutely. I was so, I was actually surprised when they released set 3. Um the one for SE I thought was outstanding. Um that's that's yeah. going to be absolutely dirty. But when I saw Malgus, I just kind of scratched my head and went already? Yeah. The, just just to just to kind of clear the air, whenever like whenever they release uh we'll call we'll call it a champion or you know a new character or a tune or what have you in any game they release them and that first 30 days is relatively for the player base yeah. to te to test that person 
that that is why they're about to drop data <clears throat> drop this datacron for him because they can compare the two two to three months like you're saying of him having the datacron to before they gave it to him to see where they can do the bug fixes and things like that but but I think they, the, the problem yeah I think what the problem with that is though is we're not you need to run him in Grand Arena yeah because he's got Omnis that are tied to Grand Arena and we don't get a 5v5 look the game is built around five five characters fighting we don't get a 5v5 Grand Arena until four days after the first release of the new day of, of the, the yeah. Daycon and for Kane um Omicrons is a material that you'll get much farther in the game, but it's this very yeah. exclusive material that they give to very specific tunes that makes them better than what they than what they were in a specific game mode. Like yeah. you could put an Omicron on a character for territory war and it'll kick ass. Or you can put an Omicron on a character for Grand Arena and he'll kick ass there. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of was putting that together. Like, I, I've been doing a lot of research on it. That way, I could kind of more go in depth whenever we have a conversation, since I am still new. Yeah. No, absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah, like, like, but I mean, you know, t just touching on like the way whenever they release something, the reason that they do that is there's even with the player base testing, there's no way to fully test and get the bugs out without giving that that person a buff and when they give it a buff you're gonna you're gonna see hundreds of rollbacks on that buff and it'll come out sporadically he'll he will never fully be done say eight months eight months they'll still be doing nerfs and buffs and he'll i guarantee he'll have at least three four separate datacon release datacron releases before they finally stop messing with him and at that that is when you'll be able to tell okay well i put all these time and resources into him and now he's shit or i'm well, glad i put all this shit in him uh unfortunately i i think uh they're not going to have that much time because if he's if he's not performing the way that he's expected especially with with the problems they had with the grand inquisitors rolling out it they, they got a short window to fix it for, from that side um, yeah, I, I think on the the other piece with data crowds, and we were kind of talking about this before the show. Though I I lost my last match uh, because in the second fight I went to take my Jedi Master Luke rank nine. He's awesome. He's a, he's a Kenobi killer. In and I went to go take out Kenobi, and I forgot to put the data crown on him. Yeah. And yeah, I've done that. And if if you look at it, there's a number of the UI is not that great. Like, I can't see everything kind of in a consolidated screen. I can't look at the, the inventory of all my datacrons and understand which ones are which because you have to look at it and then go back and forth. And, again, probably an unpopular opinion here, but all of the UI problems are there because someone three months ago decided that I'm going to stop datacrons by leaking this out to the community and the community is going to get this to stop. You don't, first of all, that person didn't have the power to do that. No. And when, when that happened, they killed the beta program. And the beta program is where you get feedback on things like the UI, like, 
hey man, I can't tell which one of these are which, so I assigned the wrong one, or I didn't assign them, or I need them in this other piece. And, and I, I I hope that, that some of this feedback is rolling in, because I don't really know the best way to do it anymore, especially with some of the, the gaps with community managers, but uh, the UI is miserable, uh, and, and I hope it gets better soon. No, that, that whoever did that leak, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the person, you know, in, in their mind thought that they were doing the community a favor, but what what they really did was just kind of screwed the pooch, in my opinion, with yeah. that. That just, that was not the right, that was not the right way to go around, to go about it. I mean, yeah, the rollout for Datacrons has not been stellar. There's been a lot of complaints. There's been, you know, some guilds have broken up, at least from what I've heard. Some people have quit the game, but I mean, it's... I looked at it as I love this game, and you either get with the program or you just quit. It, it's like it's, it's it's just that simple. If you quit over Datacrons, your bag was packed and it was sitting by the front door. All I absolutely a hundred percent agree with that. If you quit over Datacrons, that means you've been thinking about this six months prior. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we went over. Um, uh, let's see. We went over hot utils. We went over the uh, profundity. We went over Java. Um, so we're going to go on to uh, the next topic here, which I like to call the uh, General Ross Reload because people need a refill on their beverage. And in fact, speaking of that, I need one. And do a quick uh, GAC recap. And um, Pico, you uh, a little more in depth. How, how did you do in your last round? 3v3 is terrible. Shouldn't exist. I agree. Um, God damn it. I'd rather get punched in the nuts than do another 3v3. It's fucking horrendous. Uh, I, 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 uh, so far I'm three and four across the, the across what, what we've had. Uh, I, I scored like 12 points last time because again when I when I couldn't get that fight down, I knew it was over. Um, I've run into a couple of interesting challenges from that side, but I am, look, I, I uh, so I used to work for a company. I still work for the company. It's, it's a large uh, networking manufacturer, and our old CEO um, used to kind of have this thing that everything is, you, you've got, you, you tell them what your vision is, you tell them what your strategy to achieve that vision, and then uh, you, you talk about the execution plan of, of you're going you're gonna to do against that strategy. So vision, strategy, and execution. I have phenomenal vision. I typically have great strategy. My execution is shit, and and that has been my my philosophical problem with with uh, PvP in general in this game. So, three v three just makes it worse. It, I it, suck. It, I mean, it, that's a lot of words to say. I suck. It it it, it, re it really does. Like you know, and it, it it's it's funny because you know, and I, I've heard other content creators say this. Like you you get yourself in a mindset of five v five. And all of a sudden it goes to 3v3 and you're still kind of in that 5v5 mindset. And it's like, you know, it's like you got to retrain your fucking brain. Like, oh my God, yeah. now, now, now I got to get into this shit. Like, I feel like 3v3 should be done once every two months or something. Like, yeah. you, you want 3v3 in there, fine. You want to change shit up. But I feel like this game was meant to be played 5v5. I feel like... Yeah. That's the way it, it was meant to be played. And, you know, that's why I went as hard on, on 
Datacrons as much as I did because I'm not the great. I'm going to admit it. I'm not the greatest player. There's sometimes I look at a defense. And by the way, and I've said this before, Swiggo.gg for counters, bury it. Yeah. With, with Datacrons yeah. right now, don't even look that shit up. Bury it. It's not even going to, like, you're wasting your time. Don't, don't sleep on those guys. I was in a guild with them for two years. They're super sharp. They're going to find a way to figure this out. Just just give them a little bit of time. But, yeah, it's, it's I mean, the, the counters don't work. I mean, I there is uh, there is someone in my guild who went and he, he picked up uh, 13 25% TMs, Datacrons, and he purposely Jesus set a Christ. defense that put all of them on defense just to see what happens if he has a 25% TM bonus to start every match. Like, that's the... Man, that's either next generation big brain stuff or it's it's a failed experiment, but I, I can't even think at, at that level. Um, and, and I haven't heard how, how it worked out for him. I'm not going to share his name because I don't want to give out his secrets yet. No, no, absolutely. No, uh, I, I get yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. Well, like, you know, for instance, I have a... I have 10 of the of the 25 plus turn meters and i know some of my listeners want to know how did uh how did my mal because i i preached that i was going to put malgus to relic nine and i did i got one hold he held once in the front wall southern sector and i put him with darth revan and, and fallen bastila i didn't want to use malik in 3v3 because every now and again someone's gonna put that low-hanging fruit where you think yeah. malik can just solo some shit and I did. I, I managed to solo a team with it, and I got a hold. I was shocked when my opponent took out my super ray with the uh, the the big damage, with one attempt. I was like, "Well, you used your uh, level nine Jedi Master Luke Datacron for that. You had to have." And I'm I'm really liking um, Dash Chewy and Han with 25 per, uh, 25 plus TM. Um, okay. I, I just feel like that gives. I mean, it's just me, but I feel like that gives my opponent a moment of pause to go. Well, Han's gonna go first anyway, and then Chewy and Dash are gonna go right after him. And I got um, Hux, Red Sith Trooper, and the uh, First Order Tie Pilot Omicron. So they cleared my front wall. Where they got hung up on, which was my southern back wall, was they got hung up on my um, Qui-Gon, Mundi, and Anakin. And I put a... I have two level 8 Jedi Master Luke Omicrons, and I I put one on that, and it had plus 31 special damage, 72 health steal, 27 potency, 18 crit damage, and 23.9 more physical damage and it had the 25 uh plus tm and repost for two turns and i'm like that, I'm gonna, that, I'm, that is that i'm is perfect i'm gonna put that on d and i'm gonna let you fuck with it and i'm gonna see what happens yeah. and he went at it once obviously didn't go so well go so well he went at it twice and that didn't go so well and monday was left on the field and then the individual that I was playing, he quit. And, you know, I know this was a segment on an earlier show, but, man, for those of you that are not into the Datacron thing, they are making a difference. 
and it's yeah. huge. They're making a huge difference. And I think what's, and this is a thought I had, was not all of us are at the same skill set. You know, um, you know, guys like um, uh, Arnold, Solo, Zareth, I mean, they're just on, you know, they're playing on levels that I'm, I'm just, I'm, you know, I got the roster, but I'm just, I'm not there. You know, I don't have the mods that they have, but I feel like Datacrons are closing that gap a little bit. I feel like it's giving people that are not as competitive a shiny toy to play with to be like, hey, I might be able to hang with you. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so so they're almost becoming mods 2.0, and, and they're, they're fixing the problem with mods that, like, I, I typically have, I, when, when I do a, so this is actually one of the interesting things with, with Hot Utils as well, is you can actually uh, do a, you can pull a report of all eight characters in your flight and kind of see where your roster stacks up against theirs, like, Who's you know who's got the most uh, six dot mods? Who's got the best twenty five dot mods? Oh, I've, I've, yeah, I've seen that. That's in my guild. Yeah. I've seen people do that. That's probably the only I did see that, and I went, "Oh shit, what's that?" Yeah. So, like, I, I'm in a position because I, I literally have zero characters and zero gear to farm. Every character on my roster is at, at minimum relic two. So I spend all of my energy to, to just finish my 600 every day is farming mods, which means I am going to have the mod, I'm going to have a speed advantage across my roster against 90% of the people that I go against just based off of the number of, like I throw away mods that don't have 10 speed on them because they're not going to find a place out of my roster any place. I finally got and to that point and it hurt at first. Yeah. And, and part of it is, because I've been doing it for so long, I've built this, like, Kane, you'll never catch me from that, that perspective because I've got a six-year head start and I'm just going to continue to build on top of it. What's interesting with, with Datacrons, and, and as you're talking about that, is that it, it evens the playing field, but then when they make you throw them away, it doesn't allow that person to continue to build that tactical advantage over a multi-year stretch so that no one else can ever catch back up to them. And I think that's actually a really interesting piece around this that, you know, yeah, I, I might have figured out the, the secret sauce for the mods maybe for set two, but I'm not going to have that in, in, you know, two months. That that goes away and someone else may figure it out from that, that side and kind of, and, and I think that's a, a pretty interesting way that they're kind of fixing that, that longtime player mod problem. I mean, it, it sounds, it sounds like that is a really good thing but at the same time i mean you're helping which, which i'm not complaining about because i am the little guy right now but there you're helping the little guy and you're shitting on the vets the guys who have put you know time money everything into this game and if you don't figure it out whenever this stuff drops like you're getting shit on by people who maybe been playing year year and a half well, yeah, yes and no to that effect, because I also think the vets, I mean, once the, the Datacron rollout happened, these guys are spending. They're, they're, they're not going to get caught out in the rain with their pants down going, oh, shit, I, I didn't get these? Like, I mean, I, I'm sure there are, you know, whales out there that, I mean, yeah, I'm sitting on eight level nines, but I'm sure there's guys out there that are sitting on a whole shitload more than that and are sitting on 15 to 20 
plus 25 turn meters. And they have the roster to utilize it. So I, I got an opportunity to sit in on a meeting with um, one of the leading game-as-a-service uh, providers. I won't share the name. Um, my company is trying to do some work for them. And we were talking then around being able to track player engagement. And, and we, we kept giving them these examples, like, and you can use this to drive more revenue, drive more revenue, drive more revenue. And what was interesting is they stopped us and they're like, you have to stop thinking about it in terms of revenue. Like our biggest metric that we track is player churn. We're more interested in knowing how many players are leaving the game on a monthly basis and how many more players that we're adding because they acknowledge it's a pyramid. These games are built around this kind of this concept of a pyramid. They didn't say pyramid, they said it a little differently because I don't want to imply it's a pyramid scheme. But, but you need Maybe. this wide base of players that are continuing to, to kind of build rosters and kind of build up because as new people leave, it, it almost is the point that, that you need five players to replace every one person that leaves. Very and true. And I, I think that, that we do need to do something, Kane, to keep you, like a guy like you interested in the game. Like I, I, we, I need, because I want to play this game until I, I am old and gray. Amen. I, gray. I don't know why I'm saying until I am old and gray. Uh, but I, I want to play this game for another 10 years because I'm going to have a, a, a you know, Star Wars content is going to come out forever. I need people like you to keep coming into the game because eventually when some of the folks in my guild decide that they're done, I need your roster to be there to kind of help fill in that gap so that I can keep playing from that side. And if, if there's a... I do believe CG's done some great things over the past two years to kind of help that new player accelerate it. Uh, and it doesn't involve you buying constantly buying hundred dollar you know uh, uh, hyperdrive bundles, but you know I, I think data cross is a great piece that the field will always be level for that that rolling three month window, and, and I think that's a it's it's a unique way to solve that problem. Um, I, I think for for new players kind of adding and coming into the game. And see, it's it's funny. It's funny because you know, like I'm, I'm just getting into mobile gaming, and this one, this one, I'm, I'm really enjoying. I love Star Wars, but coming, coming from the console and PC platforms, you know, you're, you're right. For every one person that leaves, you have to be able to replace with at least five more. Reason being is because out of that five, only two are going to pick up and actually take it seriously. Yep. One of the three remaining. They casually play, and at least two are going to drop out and just get too frustrated and stop. Yeah, it, it happens with every game. It is funny. So you mentioned World of Warcraft. I, I played EverQuest forever. I, I played it for a good 10-year stretch, and I, I put it down. They're, they're in, like, year 22. I picked it up last summer and, and decided they, you know, I was going to just... They put some accelerators in to kind of help people, and I, I picked it back up, but they're kind of to a certain point that... There was so much had changed in the game and so much had kind of branched out into all of these different places that I just couldn't consume enough information to understand what the hell I was supposed to do. And I got burned out just because I didn't know what to do anymore. And that that's that's the problem with games that just carry on and carry yeah. on. It it always has to change to keep the player base that's with it interested and invite new players. Yeah. And the more you change it, if you have guys that, you know, drop it because, hey, this this expansion or this patch or these characters were just shit, there was no reason to keep going. Yeah. I had them. I didn't need them. 
it it starts to affect those vets and whenever they come back everything has changed so much so it's like they're starting over again and the game is not what it used to be yeah and that kind of reminds me pico of something you said at the um on the hnn that i mean it, it was one of those moments where it was like, you know, Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. It was like a diamond hit me in my forehead. It was one of those moments where you said, um, CG doesn't necessarily want your money. They want your time. Yes. And that, 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 that was so telling of regardless of how much, I mean, as a consumer, it's like you, you can look at the store and anybody, you know, Anybody educated can look at a pack and go, okay, I'm going to get value out of this. Or look at a tune and go, I'm going to get value out of this. Is is, the, is is this worth the money? Is it not? And the fact that they just, they want your time, they want you in-game, and they don't want the bit, you know, yeah, the, the, the hyperdrive bundles and all that, that's a bonus. But them, them wanting... Like the nine ninety pack, nine ninety nine pack for conquest. That's that's what they're shooting for. That's that's where yeah. they're making their revenue. And when you said that, I remember again. I was driving to work, and I'm like, "Holy fucking shit! That cat is a hundred percent right." Yeah. It, look, there's and, and I, I travel. I used to travel a lot for work, and then this global pandemic hit, and I, and I stopped doing it. Um, and and I. I realize now how much I value my time more um, than I did prior to that. And, you know, we were talking today, I had to check with, with kids' sports schedules because it's August and it's already kicking off. And I've got a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old. Um, and when I, you know, but three years ago, you know, they're seven and nine. And, and I thought that I spent a lot of time with them. And then, but I was also spending, you know, 16, 17 nights a month in a hotel room. And in realizing, like, oh, no, no, that, that's time I will never get back with them, but I'm not going back to that that travel piece because that's time that I don't want to give up. Like, that that's the, the, the time that CG is now fighting with me for, you know, helping me helping my son try and kind of work on you know, taking, you know, one-timers off of his foot playing soccer. And, again, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do from that standpoint, but this is where... Like for me, this is what spend comes down to, is that if I can do something to accelerate some time that I need to spend in the game, not necessarily make things happen faster, but if I can make it easier to do some things, I'll take it any day of the week because they're competing with other things that I find to be more valuable outside of the game. Um, but, you know, it's, it's at the end of the day, if, if people aren't playing, it doesn't matter if they've got 20 people that are driving, you know, $75 million a month for them. If they don't have 1,000 people sitting behind them, they're going to pull the plug because all it takes is two of those people leaving, and they've got no one else to kind of fill back, fill that back in. Now, now I'm sold. Now, now I would do ten dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> See, Kane, no, I, I, I told you this man was good. I, I, I 100% agree, man. I've got, I've got three, uh, 17, 16, and 10, man. You can't replace that time no. right there. You, you hit the hard strings. I'm, I'm sold. Take, take my card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he's, he's, he's about to break his free-to-play pledge, and it's been a fucking week. Way to go. Way, way to go, uh, Pico. You just you just sold another one. You know, yeah, I, I know someone that I very appreciate, but fuck you, Pico. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. I, I'm here to piss people off. Now, 
I actually know someone that claimed that they were still free to play even though they paid for hot utils because they didn't send money to CG. And I'm like, man, you justify it however you want to. Like, however you need to wrap your head around it to make that happen, go for it. But uh, look, the, the, the other, we're going to get philosophical for a second in, in, on, on the whole spend piece. I spend, again, we're, we're back to this time concept. This is my hobby. I mean, on a, on a Thursday night, I'm on a podcast talking with people that I've never met before about a video game that I spend too much time in. And I'm and so appreciative. <laughs> no, and this is great. And it's, it's it, you know, like, I, and, like, I look at it from the standpoint of I don't have a problem spending money in the game because, one, I actually spend less than, like, my buddies that play golf. Cause right? Just, and, and, again, it's, it, it's, not, it's not a justification one way or the other, but... Right, wrong, or indifferent, Capital Games provides me moments of, of respite and joy in my life. And I don't think that's bad for me to give them money every once in a while because I enjoy what they do. Oh, I tell my and, fiance all the time, like, you know, babe, you know, we're like, I'll be sitting on the couch and, you know, again, I've said this before, she's staring at me, you know, frozen like a deer in headlights going, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm in conquest and then then you know it, everything turns greek and she has no idea what i'm talking about i'm like you know babe i could be shooting heroin i could be yeah. you know i could be getting hookers i could be gambling i'm on the couch next to you yeah i'm watching law and order stabler just kicked the shit out of this guy i'm still tracking what's going on but i'm also fucking someone up someone up in gac like i'm multitasking and you tell me i can't do that but i'm doing it Look, it, it's it's hard to. I, I would have no idea what what dating is like, but I can't imagine trying to pick someone up at a bar while I'm like, "Hey, one second, and then you turn around, and you actually get <laughs> like, I, I just I don't know how that works. Yeah, um, like, so how's your family? What do you do for? Hold on, honey, honey, hold on one second. I'm like in the midst of battling Malgus. I'll be right with you. Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I'm, I went to Ohio State. I'm a huge Ohio State fan. Once a year, I take a trip to go see a Buckeyes game with my buddies. And the running joke is like, oh, Burn must have to go to some of this video game because he went to go take a poop. You know, so it's, you know, because I, I, I scurry off while we're standing around in the parking lot drinking for a period of time for that style because they, they just know that that's part of what it is. But, you know, it's, in, in, I think the other piece on the, the fact that CG tries to make money that bothers me, I, I don't know about you guys, but um, if my boss... The guy that ran my company stopped trying to make money. I'd be pretty pissed off. Like if if, if he started Absolutely. giving things away for free, man, I would be calling for that guy's head faster than I know what to do. But because it's something that I want for free, I'm going to call that person greedy because they're chasing money for it. Well, that's everyone yeah. wants, wants our job to make as much money as possible because we hope that it's going to come back to us. Well, that's why you know you. Know, Oh my God! So many players have bitched about the gear crunch. The gear crunch, guys. What the fuck would happen if gear was readily available? You'd have everything, everything geared up, and you'd have nothing to fucking shoot for. Like, there's a reason why they have a business model, and it's working. For you to bitch and for you to spend your money. I mean, that's the model. That's why they've made as much ungodly amounts of money as they have. Like okay, what, what's you know, the point? What's the point in playing the game if you're not going to put in time? Dude, it's the that's, chase. That, that's what it comes down to. If you're gonna play, especially a game that involves farming, how can you bitch about time? Like, why do I have to farm about this? Well, I mean, you don't have to fucking play. It. Like, I grinded yeah. for three fucking months when Malgus was announced, and 
I I held on to my like I held on to my gear like it was gold. Like I even had more than enough, and I still didn't spend it because I was terrified that you know I was Christ I was checking or checking uh, Swigo.gg every fucking day. Going oh my God, do I still have all the requirements? Do I still have all the requirements? Oh I do, but I'm not going to spend it because it was just yeah. it was the thrill of the chase. So so. Every morning I get up, uh, make a cup of coffee, sit down, and I do my dailies. So that, that's my that's my routine. And, yep. Uh, yep. Three days a week, uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, I get up at five, so I go to the gym at six. But there are days that because I you know there's so much to do in the game that I don't quite make it to the gym because you know I just don't I don't want to break my groove. Yesterday, because again there's nothing going on. And I'm like, it was 5.20, and I'm like, well, I, I guess I don't have an excuse. You know, like, I want the excuse. Damn, Sometimes Kane. there are days that I just don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> Damn, Kane. Pico's pulling fucking PT hours. You hear that shit? That's, uh, oh, dark 30. Yeah, to right? wish I was at home. <laughs> yeah, so... the, the difference is you guys had to do it. I, I do it by, by choice, and I don't do it probably as well as you did when you had to. Well, so, we only went because if we didn't, our NCOs would make it ten times worse when we finally crawled our dead asses out of bed and showed up late. It, what the hell are you talking about? Mine showed up to pick me up when I was still drinking. I remember that. You were in deep shit that day, brother was i uh i was hung over and puking all over a howitzer i know he sweat he i don't regret it yeah he sweated i don't it. regret he, it the slightest yeah he sweated it out of you in the fucking motor pool i remember that yeah i was drinking uh drinking clp orange juice and i'm pretty sure the run back of the coca-cola we were dumping in the tube mm. oh good lord well, I've got to get on to the next topic. We're on a uh, hour and 17 minutes, and this is uh, Joe Boo Needs a Refill. Um, while you two were chatting, I actually ran downstairs, almost tripped over my fucking dog, got my refill, and, uh, God, it's, I don't, I'm not going to like this topic. It's a moment of mourning, because the only reason why I actually got a PS5, and I know it's not Swiggo related, but... Fuck, Don't I do it. I, Kane, I gotta do it. Kane, I gotta do it. Too soon. It's too soon. I, no, I gotta do it. So, for my listeners that may be a little bit older, I know uh, Pico's a little bit older, Kane's definitely older, I'm really fucking older, there was a game on the original Xbox called Knights of the Old Republic, and it was fucking phenomenal. And to this day, it's actually on my phone. I can play it on my phone. I actually have several different profiles saved. One light, four dark, because I just like being an asshole. And a news report came out that the game has been put on a hold. Some directors were fired. So the KOTOR remake has been put on hold, folks, and... Indefinitely. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. You had to. I wasn't gonna do that, but you did it. So I'm. Kane. If you're gonna bring it up, you might as well just rip the fucking mandate off. God damn it! I didn't want to go to sick call, but um, all right. Kane, I'm gonna let you take it away. Um, Pico, I don't know if you know anything about this, but uh, I'll let you guys kind of take this one away. 
I'm kind of grief stricken and it's one of those moments where when grief hits you you're either George Carlin mad or you just don't want to say much and I'm kind of on the latter I, I don't want to say much because I'm just depressed oh no oh, oh no oh no you're you're talking fucker you brought this up like like I told you too soon <laughs> dude my rant comes in the comments section and you know what it's about <laughs> Don't get me fired up. My doctor already warned me about my blood pressure. I'm not going there yet. So you take this um, one. All right. For, for, first and foremost, uh, for the, for those of you who are not familiar with the game, it was what you would call your Elder Scrolls. The new Elder Scrolls, like open world, shit like that. That This, is, this was ours. You, you could do anything that you wanted to, light side, dark side. It just kept going and going and going. I mean, there was eventually an end, but you didn't have to play it for an end. You could just keep going. This was our Elder Scrolls. They announced this back in, I believe, 2019. Yeah. I believe it was 2019 that they that they announced that they were going to be making it and redoing it. Uh, recently, and yeah, I call him an asshole because he actually sent the the link to me so that I could read up on it. They announced that they fired two of the developers. It was uh, one of the art developers and I think one of uh, the de the design director. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yep. They fired them. They haven't released any statements on why the art director was fired. The design director had a different outlook for where the game was going. And they needed a time crunch on releasing it. Yep. Since they didn't match up, that, that's why the design director was let go. Yep. But this was, this was one of the reasons that the PlayStation 5 release was so so outstanding they released the ps5 it had hardly shit for games and then poof slut magic they dropped this in our laps ps5 exclusive there, yes ps5 exclusive this was 100 percent the reason a lot of us wanted the five yep and who'd i get and my ps5 from it fell off the back of a truck exactly uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep this was this was our this was our quest for the holy grail and recently banging uh, fucking coconuts together <laughs> i believe it was the beginning of the week is when they actually announced that it'll be put on hold indefinitely uh not saying that they're scrapping it but they have to completely relook at the outlook of how they want the game to be completed and when and until they can fill those two slots, the game is on hold indefinitely. It's so fucking sad, man. Like it's like it's like it's like it's like I'm in mourning. Like I'm just I'm just sad. I'm I'm just sad. Like I I I kept thinking about what this is gonna look like. I know some rumors had floated around that it might be it might have the same similar engine as Dragon's Age, which I enjoyed, and I was just like, dude. I, I get to be Revan again. I get, I get to be on Terrace, and then I get to, you know, 
go to Dantooine and do the Jedi Temple and just do all that groovy shit, and now it's just gone. It's just it it could be gone, just gone. And I'm uh f fucking cocksuckers. I'm just I'm just sad. That's all I got. I'm I'm putting a couple of images in of what they released at the demo when they announced it. I mean, none none of this stuff is confirmed, but like the hold the hold the indefinite hold is confirmed. But these were some of the concepts that they released whenever they did the demo. Uh, the PlayStation Showcase <clears throat> in 2021. I can put the link uh, in the in the podcast comments. That way you guys can like kind of get an idea of what we're talking about if you don't know what Knights of the Old Republic is. Yeah, the excellence of execution that we expected and didn't fucking get. Ugh. God damn it. So I, I actually had not been tracking that this was they were remaking this, so it was, it was a little bit of news to me. Um, I, I love the original. I never got a chance to play the follow-on. Uh, and they actually just released a port of that on the Switch, although I heard it's it's still pretty pretty rough around the edges. Um, I don't know. I, I'm of the opinion, stop remaking games, make new games, tell new stories. Um, well, it the been the cool. big thing... The big thing about this, I mean, they say that it's a remake. They were they were completely rebuilding the game from the ground up with different stories, quests, and okay. lore to make to make it its own. But it it was a remake. But it okay. was gonna have the same like storyline. Like your character was Revan, and you would meet Karth and Bastila and Zalbar and Juhani and like the, the like the whole thing. But it would have 10 tons of other shit for you to do that wasn't in the original. And I was just like, okay, yeah, keep making original games. But if, if you're going to take a fucking classic and rebuild it, and you're just going to add 10 tons of shit to it. I mean, I was, I mean, here, you know, take my money. Like I'm, I was, I, I was, and then I did, I was at home. I saw that. And I felt bad for my co-host because he, he was already having a shitty day. And I sent him that oh, yeah, message yeah, and was like, you, you, dude, you couldn't fuck. have made my day any fucking shittier. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, call, calls me up, tells me, tells me, and asks me how my day is going. I'm telling him it's, it's horse shit. There's no other way to slice it. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that I'm in show business, but I'm just shoveling elephant shit. Yeah. And I'm like, it can't get any worse. And then he fucking sends me this link. Yeah. So. So there's that, folks. Yeah, that's sad news. So let's go on to something a little more fun. Um, I posted an interesting question for my four listeners. <laughs> um, with all the uh, new characters and ships that have come to the game... Who's missing? You know, we got Jabba coming, the profundity. We got Black Kazakhstan. Got all this shit coming in. Um, I want to know from people that listen to this show, who do you want to come in? Like, if, if you could, if you were a designer, who do you want? And, Pico, I'll let you take this off. You know this game. Who would you like to see added to the game? So man, there's there's a lot. Uh, so I, I I really think because uh, I because I've been 
I've been thinking about this for a long time. I've been talking about it for a long time. Um, I want Endor Leia. Yeah. The game as a galactic legend. I'd go with that. Uh, I, want a, I want a good. I want a good Leia. Finally. Um, you can argue we need, we need a better hand, Han, but um, that, that's who I want. Frankly, I just want Endor. <laughs> I just want Endor in the game. But yeah, I, I think it, I think it's Leia. Um, I I heard from a little birdie that we may be a lot closer to getting a good Leia in the game than I think anybody realizes i may have caught a chirp from that bird as well um i heard it may be and or related that is something that i did here um yeah i think if one faction in the game i feel like could really use a good pick-me-up i feel like it's rebels yeah um the the character that I heard that may be coming, I'm, I'm going to go on the way back machine. Uh, if, if you were uh, if you were of a certain age that, that you had Star Wars action figures in the very early 80s, uh, think about maybe a, a helmet that used to be able to fit on your pinky finger. Um, is is the is the, the the clue that I'll give there? I think I know what you're talking about, and I'm going to leave that yeah, alone. Yeah. I'm going to leave that alone. And, yeah, that that might be a very specific uh, a Pico memory, but uh, yeah. But it, it would be it would be an awesome lineup. That that's that's what I want. I'm not gonna lie, Pico. I might have put that shit on my finger too. I, that might have happened. <laughs> I think I might remember that. That's that's. I'm actually kind of creeped out that you said that because I I kind of think I did that. Um, yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm finger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you silence you. Um. <laughs> anywho. <laughs> you prick. I love you. Um. So. We got some comments here, and I kind of want to go through them a little bit quickly. Um, Tilo Mad 92 from the Mad Awesome Show. Really good show. Go check it out. It's on YouTube, Spotify. He said, comic book characters and High Republic. Um, man, I got I got out of the comic book game a long time ago. Um, I, I, I had to... <laughs> I had so many goddamn hobbies. I had to kind of reevaluate things you know i can't you can't you can't do everything on a fixed income um so i got out of comic books and i got into warhammer so when it comes to comic book lore for star wars uh tilo dude you you got me i don't high republic like dude greek now folks bear with me because now it's been requested um one guy actually put in the chat that uh, um, they listen to my podcast, and I remind them of the 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 police chief from Die Hard Two that's yelling at John McClane all the time. <laughs> Apparently, that that's what I remind him of. And I his name was Peter Franz, I believe. And I I, I watched the video he posted, and I kind of went, "All right, you're on to something." Um, Bodie here says... What do you want me to do about it? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So Bodie here says, um, there's only one correct answer. Jar Jar. I'm down. Motherfucker. I'm down. No, no. All right, folks. All right, God damn it. You know, what, what in the... Did Star Wars Robot Chicken teach us nothing? Like, seriously. Did the episodes of Jar Jar and that teach us nothing? Like, like... Seriously, let, let's let's look back at episode one. 
in the name of the maker, what, what the fuck did that character do? Tell me, what did he do? By accident, he destroyed some tanks and some droids? Like, what the fuck did he do? Like, no. You know... We, so so we we have already kind of kind of had this argument and I I told you I'm I'm down for Jar Jar. I would love to see him running around with a, you know a multi attack that hits everybody and he's just stumbling around like a drunk slapping people with his ears. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. I might quit the game. <laughs> no. No, we're gonna we're, we're gonna four wheel ourselves down the road of nonsense. You want Jar Jar, and I, I said this to you earlier, then I want Seagull. Stop it now, Yoda. Yeah, no, I want Seagull. Stop it now, Yoda. Special one. He goes Alfred Hitchcock on your ass, and everyone takes true damage to the face by a flock of fucking gulls poking your knees. No, no, fucking Jar Jar. Get the fuck out. No. So you know what? what what's this? What's his second I special? I don't know if you have the chat open. Uh, so, so Darth, Darth Big Dog is in here with us. He's he he's not speaking. He's uh, dropping some chat for us. Uh, he said he said Jar Jar is a no no. Uh, my son tries to convince me he's secretly a Sith Lord. I don't buy it. Uh, you should. Uh, there's a website that you can go to, Darth, and it actually kind of builds a little bit of a background lore of Jar Jar the Sith Lord. It's actually interesting. I don't buy into it, but I think it would be pretty cool. The fact that that's a thing fucking disturbs me. The fact that that's a thing, literally, like, I, I need to go shower. Like, that just disturbs me. Fucking Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> no, I, no. Seagull, stop it now, Yoda. You know, special two. That log had a child. He just hits you with a big fucking log. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. Anywho, next on. I like this one. Um, uh, oh, well, no, this is from Bulls Roar. Hondo. What the fuck? Like, man, Heinze gets on this shit. Everybody wants Hondo. I, I don't... Or a pirate faction. And then, of course, he goes Jar Jar Binks in a Gungan Naboo faction. Well, you know... Fuck your accident-prone Naboo faction. No, not doing that. But Hondo, you know, I mean, I guess. I don't... Again, I... You know, you want to play Trivia Pursuit on the movies? I'm good on it. But for all the rest of the shit, you know... Yeah, I, I gotta do some reading, I, apparently. I, I think the pirate faction would actually be pretty cool. You know, take, uh, take, take Han Solo's fucking, you know, gunrunner days and do, do a pirate faction. All the guys that he interacted with and things like that, bring them into the game. Well, you know doesn't what I mean? yeah? Well, no, I like that, but doesn't um, doesn't Han Solo the the raid Han and Pico um help me out with this? Doesn't doesn't he have the hot cartel tag? You got to bring him to Relic Eight. He, he's he is not hot cartel. But he had to bring. He had to come up to eight. So the only thing they've sent on, on Hot Cartel so far are bounty hunters, a couple of bounty hunters, mob hunter, and Gamorrean guard. Eh, well, I don't mind bringing Han to eight. He hits like a truck as it is. Yeah. Um, sure he does. He does real life damage when he hits you. Yeah. He, he hits so hard. So. He actually hits your soul. Um, Bodhi also says, <laughs> in a former guild. 
near the start, if you messed up tickets or a raid, you were punished by meaning to speak like Jar Jar for a 24 hours in Discord. <laughs> uh, can you imagine that in, like, arena? Misa, I want you to move. Like, I, I would shoot myself. Um, I, I, w- I would laugh hysterically. I'd, you know, I'd rather speak, like, you know, Watto, like, Ah, yeah, Nubian, ah, very nice. Uh, yeah, we got Woodford Reserve. Um, Steel Eyes said Beckett from Rogue One, Woody Harrelson. Dude, I'd love Woody Harrelson in the game. I'd, I'd, I'd be down. I'd be down. Actually, I don't want Beckett. I just want Woody Harrelson. Like, not even a character. Like, he, I'd, he, I'd just, be down just with Woody that. Harrelson. Natural yeah. Born Killers, White Man, White Men Can't movie. Jump? Like, which Woody do we want? Na- natural uh, Born Killers. Yeah, take, take Natural Born Killers. Yeah, definitely not the yeah, one from No Country movie. for Old Men because he gets fucking shot in the chair. <laughs> I would, I would even take, I would even take the Cowboy Zombie Land, Woody, the the first one, not the yeah. second. Dude, yeah. special one. I love rednecks. That'd be great. Fair, fair. Bulls Roar also puts in, um, yeah, Beckett and Dryden. Um, TK, and I like this one. Porkins and his X Wing. <laughs> I'd, I'd go with that. Porkins. <laughs> Cover me, Porkins. I'm right with you, Red Three. That was great. Loved it. That was fucking great. Um, what, else, what else we got going on here? Um, uh, oh, yeah. Sternbach from. Awesome show. Good morning, Korriban. Love those guys. Uh, he says to me, this is easy, old man Logan76. And, by the way, everyone he mentions, I don't have a fucking clue who he's talking about. Not a clue. Not one. Uh, we need Captain Cardinal. I immediately went, didn't, didn't they work out Murray's contract in Arizona? <laughs> um, BB9E? Okay. Snoke? Well, that we... Was- BB-90 was was evil BB-8 from the last or from episode eight. Oh. It was the black, the black BB-8. Uh, Snow Snoke is Palpatine. Like yeah yeah yeah. Um, Agent Terex, Tere- yeah Terex T E R E X T E R E X Terex, Captain Kennedy. Like it sounds like. Mr. Kennedy from the WWE. Um, Allegiant General Pride and Agent Tierney. I did look some of these up so I didn't sound like a complete asshole while I'm going through this. And they're obviously all First Order because Sternbach just loves the First Order and he's all about the First Order. So, um, cool. Um... I think there's enough First Order. The team seems to work pretty well, as it is. Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo is still a badass. Um, yeah. I still want Crewman 6. I, dude, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Um, <clears throat> anyhow. So it's space Spaceballs reference. It's like, who, yeah. who's, who the hell said that? Oh, uh, dude, okay, okay. Six. Thank you. Thank God. It's been, you know, of all the Mel Brooks movies... <laughs> You know, you find anything yet? We ain't found shit. <laughs> um, Tiny Bubbles. I'm just waiting for them to either rework Thrawn 
or give him a GL since he'll likely be in the upcoming Ahsoka series. Dude, that's... That's interesting, because... You know, Thrawn... Like, Thrawn is still really good. Like, that fracture move is still just... I mean, Thrawn is that tool in your toolkit that you can throw out in GAC and just win some shit, if need be. Um... But a but a GL Thrawn, I, I don't I don't know I don't know. Yeah, I was a Star Wars book nerd, and uh, in, in book nerd Thrawn is is great. But man, it's it's not even. He's so far down the list of a galactic legend. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't see it. Yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm not gonna lie I'm. I'm at, I'm looking forward to the Ahsoka series, but I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm actually I'm actually looking forward more to the um. Oh, guys, help me out. What the fuck's it called? Uh, from Rogue uh, One, Cassian. Can, uh, Cassian. Yeah, yeah I just you know for once, I love lightsabers. I love force users, but I want them to go like Dark Horse Comics dark with this. I want some espionage i want some assassinations i i just i i want a series that focuses on regular people that don't have lightsabers don't have force powers and they're just fighting the empire like i want to see that i I, 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 I want to see that kind of shit you keep you keep bringing up rogue one and you didn't like rogue one you are Such a great movie. full of shit. It's my next favorite movie next to Empire. I, See, I, thought, I, don't know, Empire. I thought we were in agreement. I thought we were in agreement on this. Now I'm, I'm feeling that I was lied to yet again. Because uh, I, I didn't really enjoy Rogue One. I really didn't. You were out of your mind. You, I, you were dropped on your head as a baby, and you need to get that checked. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it was because I went into it with with the low expectations because of because of Solo. Dude, they brought Peter uh, Cushing back you know, to fucking life. Hang, hang on, uh, Rogue One was like two years before Solo, wasn't it? Yes, Rogue One came out before Solo. Yeah, I, they, they, it might have been Rogue One that led me to the low expectations of Solo. Then again, I repeat my previous statement. You were dropped on your fucking head, and you need to make an appointment for a CAT scan immediately. I'm not, okay, I'm not saying that I won't go in there and watch watch Rogue One. I, I have all the movies. I've watched all the movies. I've, I've raised my kids on the movies. My kids will walk around at random points in their life and just, uh, homeless I'm not. Dad works, he does. And it's it's hilarious. I don't know why they do it. They've just picked up on it. All my kids love Star Wars. We watch them all the time. I, I just feel I feel that Rogue One was kind of lackluster. Oh, you mean I, you mean the scene at the end when Vader just like went like enemy mind Drac on a shitload of rebel soldiers wasn't enough for you? Best part of the movie, but once again. Everything that led up to that, there it, it had its moments. It had its moments. I mean, come on, Donnie Yen, me. Ip Man was there with the staff, fucking up stormtroopers. What more do you want? You're fucking stormtroopers. Let that fucker go toe to toe with a Jedi with that stick. 
I'd like to see that. I mean, yeah, stormtroopers could see, I mean? see what I mean. Yeah, they could. I'd yeah. like to see that. Stormtroopers it, it was they, a they, little lackluster. I mean, we watched stormtroopers for fuck the last 30, 40 years get to live and shit kicked out of them up until up until one just decides to grow a conscience. And mind, mind you, just so happened, just so happened. And I, I thought it was fucking hilarious whenever he took off his helmet and it was a black dude. I thought that was fucking hilarious that he was the only one with a conscience. Yeah, I mean, like, like no, 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 you know, demoralization, no racism, everything. I loved it. I thought I was whenever he started taking off his helmet. Like I knew who it was beforehand, but when they put it in the movie like that, like I was like, now that is fucking hilarious. That is hilarious, dude. You could not have picked a better person to do. Oh, no, fuck this shit. I'm out. Well, I just loved how, you know, like all the memes about stormtroopers that, you know, they couldn't hit the broad side of a fucking barn, yet, you know, episode episode four, old Ben's like, only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Precise at what? <laughs> uh, lucky to hit water if they fell out a fucking boat. Like, those fucking guys skipped range day. Like, they didn't zero their fucking weapon. Anywho, Jar Jar McGoat, Saw Gerrera, dude, I would take Saw Gerrera, you know, Scoundrel, um, Rogue One, I, I would, I would take Saw Gerrera, that would be, you know, I mean, Forrest Whitaker, I'll take that shit all day, um, so if we're gonna do that stuff, I, I, I want Forrest Whitaker, but I want him playing Idiot Min from The Last King of Scotland, not Saw <laughs> Dude, that would be brutal. <laughs> that would be fucking brutal. Oh, you had to go there. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, you know your cinema. Ouch. Um, Bulls Roar goes, Hut Slayer Leia would be cool, but CG said no counterpart to Jabba. Resistance General Leia would be cool too, but there's already a Resistance GL. Um, one each Resistance slash... F.O., two each Jedi slash Sith, and a scoundrel GL. Second round of GLs were just Jedi slash Sith, but the third round were and Republic and Empire. Maybe we'll get Separatist or Rebel, but that doesn't seem likely unless we get Saul Guerrero. Well, again, Saul Guerrero. Um, I'm, I'm down for Saul Guerrero. Yeah. Darth Big Dog. Again, fucking Hondo. Guys, what, what, the, what the fuck with fucking Hondo? Every time I turn around, fucking That's, Hondo. I, I figured that Hondo would already be in the game. Once again, I'm, I'm still a noob, so I figured Hondo would already be in the game. Everybody fucking loves Hondo. I don't know why, but everybody wants Hondo I, in this. Honestly, and, I don't get it either. People pissed off because the three new movies didn't have Hondo. I, 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 I honestly don't get it either. I don't get the Hondo craze. I mean, Pico, can you shed any light on that with this Hondo shit? So I, I think you need to be a big fan of Clone Wars to start with, um, and, and frankly, he was he was great in Rebels. I just I think he's he's a funny character. I mean, it's, it's so I get the I get why people don't like Jar Jar, but oh, don't get me on that shit again. Right, but, but what I think they did right with Hondo is that they found a way to to make him kind of you know comedic relief, but not make it bad. Like it's it's it, you know there, there's that fine line between 
it's it's too much over here and it's you know but i thought it was great if you're gonna put in hondo you gotta put in his little uh, uh melch uh, especially kind of like with the whole he thought melch died at the end of rebels and that was phenomenal um, i like hondo i think it'd be great uh you could give him a ship uh, i think it'd be i think it'd be an awesome character all right well we also uh Hold on, what what else did he say? You'd have, um, uh, Red Five, damn man, that's that's yeah. something that people have been asking for for a hot minute. Red Five. You know what I haven't heard, and, and I, I would love to see it in a ship. Can we get an A wing? Can, can we get a legitimate A wing? Dude, like the like the like, like like the counter to the tie interceptor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd love to get an A wing in the game. Or what? What happened Jeez. to the, what happened to the B wing? That weird cross looking fucking yeah. that you know. See, I can't I can't participate because I don't know like everything that's in it. Like I figured that an A wing would have already been in it, but I mean, if it's not, uh, yeah, I'll take the A wing. Well, what's what's crazy is the A wing's art is in the game because it's an enemy ship in in different places, and you don't get it. In events, yeah, that that's true. Events. If it's in the game, give it to me. Like it, like it ridiculously pissed me off when you do some of the old Republic shit, and Kalo Nord is in it, but he's not in the fucking game. Yeah. Like Kalo Nord as a bounty hunter would have been fucking sick. Oh my god, he would have been sick. I've been preaching like all you fuckers that want Hondo, great. You want Hondo? I want Kalo Nord. Like, in that game, in uh, the original KOTOR, you meet him on Terrace. And he comes out of a cantina, and you talk to him. And if you keep talking to him, he goes, one, talk to him, instigate the dialogue. Two, and then, if you do it a third time, you're dead. And you better pray you fucking saved, or else you're starting from the last point you were at. Like, Kalo Nord was sick. So, like I said, Darth... Darth is not uh, not in the voice chat, but he is typing to us. He while you were doing that, he he typed up one, two. Yeah, <laughs> Darth Big Dog, thank you, brother. Good shout out. That's right. Kalo Nord was the shit. Then you met him again on. Uh, it was depending on what planet you went to, but you had to fight him and a bunch of his goons, and that was oh god. I'm not going back on the topic that they postponed. Ugh, fucking terminated the game. God damn it. Um, so what else we got here? Um, let me, let me give you one more. Go right ahead. Uh, so, so Tila said, uh, comics. So I'm going to get specific in the comics. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. When Marvel, when, when Marvel started republishing Star Wars comics about 10 years ago, uh, they brought a character by the name of Dr. Aphra to, to the, to the, to the story. Uh, Dr. Aphra. Yes. <laughs> She's a, an archaeologist, uh, kind of a little bit of a scout, a little bit of Han. Basically, it's it's Han Solo and Indiana Jones combined, uh, and she gets she gets hired by Vader to to find some stuff, and she ends up kind of becoming this this larger character in the story. But then she has a team that works with her, um, that was uh, Black Carson, um, and then she had two droids, uh, and the one I can't remember, but it was a it was a C three PO but it had a murder chip in it and was constantly just trying to murder people. And then she had an R2 unit that was, I think it was BT triple zero was the number. And it was literally R2. If you put him in like the old, uh, 
the old uh, Gundam game where you could like put all the guns on top of the shoulders and everything and kind of build the kit out. And it was, again, the, these two droids were just murder droids. But, but that whole group of, of four would just be phenomenal. It was, it was a great story. The characters are awesome. The droids are killers. She's, she's great. But those, those, those three coming to the game would be awesome. Um, we're going to get a Disney show about them eventually. Just write it down. But it, yes, it's hands they, down. They were awesome. Yeah. No, I'd, shit, I'd, shit. Here, tune me in. So, uh, speaking she, of uh, Darth Big Dog, he, <laughs> I love this one. He said, how about Danny Trejo, version of the Ranko Keeper for the next Conquest <laughs> character? Could be Jabba's Maul. Um, Danny Trejo. Um, that, that, you know, didn't, um, didn't Robert Rodriguez direct that episode? I think so. Yeah, so the fact that he brought in Danny Trejo is not a shock, but man, I, I remember the first time I saw him in a movie, I think it was, a. Uh, Desperado with Antonio Banderas. And man, he had all those knives and he was just fucking people up. And when I saw him in a Mandalorian episode, I was like, or no, was that? No, he was in the um, was, Book of Boba. He was in Boba, yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Danny Trejo is in fucking Star Wars. That was great. That was absolutely great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, went, I went ahead and posted the uh, the Dr. Afra comic series in the disc. It's under the podcast comments. That way, anybody that had that doesn't know, like I I say, Dr. Afro, it's 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 funny. It's a joke. Don't take it so hard. It that is it, it is funny, and I did not get into the comics until Marvel took over. I was actually stunned, uh, Pico. You being you being an old you know older person, that you would know about the new comics. Yeah, yeah. That that stunned uh, the shit out of me. Um, I I picked up the the original Vader run that they came out with. Um, I think my son saw it. He's like, Hey, can we can we can can I get it? And put it on a tablet and kind of went through it, and it was just so I got hooked on some of that stuff. That that original Vader run that when Marvel picked up, it's just awesome. I mean, yes. it's just it's it's it is great. Uh, it's it's a it's a whole new take on Star Wars yeah. that you wouldn't you wouldn't imagine Star Wars going to. Yeah. Dude, fucking, you know, speaking of comic books, it's funny. Like you go to a you know a flea market or a garage sale, and you see these people that just you know have their comics just you know laid in a box. It's like, dude plastic and backboard that shit what's wrong with you you heathen that's a little bit of a bit from mall rats from uh, again i'm aging myself but jesus christ i used to be a i mean kane you saw some of the comic collection i had i used to be way into this yes. shit but and so i i would like to bring a topic and get and get pico's pico's thoughts on this because we we had this conversation and we're kind of in an agreement, but at the same time, I mean, we're kind of in a disagreement. So when they announced when they announced the last three, you know, the last three movies, seven, seven, eight, nine, there was there was a cameo of Kevin Smith. He's a huge Star Wars fan. Yep. I would have loved to have seen where he could have taken Star Wars if he would have been able to direct one. 
So, all right. Um, That's a good time. And I have my, my disagreement with that was, you give that shit to Favreau. Immediately. The entire fucking franchise, you give it to Favreau. You let him run with it. So, so here's here's my problem with Kevin Smith doing it, um, and, and I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about another movie, but I, I won't give away the plot points. Um, I saw Love and Thunder, which was good. It was re- it was really good, but um, Taika Waititi is a very unique kind of way. He's, he's a funny guy. He's a quirky, weird you know weirdo thing. Um, Ragnarok was great, but they kind of put a little bit of handcuffs on him, and they made it they made a funny Marvel movie. Love and Thunder ended up being uh, a funny, weird, quirky movie that just happened to have Marvel characters in it. And I would be afraid that if you gave a movie to Kevin Smith, it would be a Kevin Smith movie with Star Wars characters instead of a Star Wars movie by Kevin Smith. Amen. I, you know, and that was my, that was my fear. I haven't seen Love and Thunder yet, but that was kind of my fear of Love and Thunder that. It's it was gonna. Good. It's it gonna. Was good. It Don't was, it but it's gonna veer off a bit. Yeah. Where you're kind of going, okay, where like where does this fit? Like, I thought, um, I thought Sam Raimi did a good job with Doctor Strange. Yep. And I, I think the Scarlet Witch's character was tragic, and what you know, she, you know, when what she dealt with and how she reacted to it, but. I don't know, love it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I, I'm supposed to go see it with the uh, the misses next uh, Tuesday, and I'm, I'm a little nervous. So, wait, without giving away plots, you know how I'm spoiler free, bud. Always. Oh always yeah, I know, been, I know. I've, I've chewed your ass for spoiling shit, thinking that I saw it. I know. Because <laughs> I've texted you I, going, I dude, and you've been like, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I've I've seen I've seen Love and Thunder and with as many back and forth conversations we've had about Marvel, we both grew up with comic books, we love Marvel. Keep an open mind or you're going to call me and say the exact same thing about the movie I did. I'll I'll use I'll I'll use uh, little little Logan saying, yeah, for me, dude, it, it was meh, <laughs> meh. And I, I love Taco. I oh I I can't get enough of of Taco. I loved Ragnarok with him playing dip, uh, fuck Grog. I can't even Korn, say his fucking yeah. name. Corn, yeah, uh, yeah, big rock guy. He, hey. he played him. I, I loved him. I thought he, he brought a lot of comedy to it. Hey, my and name is Cole. Gave him the I'm, I'm made this. of rocks, but don't let that intimidate you. I'm kind of the leader around <laughs> here. Hey, we're going to hop on this spaceship. Want to come? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think that you're going to love it. But there, there's gonna be there's gonna be some shit in it that you that you do enjoy because I know how how hard you take comic book movies. I do. Like to this day, um, Logan was, and I was. I mean, I own other than Hulk one eighty one and Giant Size X Men one, just because I'm not gonna spend a mortgage payment on a fucking comic book. 
Um, I own just about every Wolverine comic there is in existence. Other than the new shit. I gave up comics, but... Um, Logan, to this day, was probably my favorite. I think, um, you know, and I try to put bias aside, I think Hugh Jackman was um, passed over on an Oscar for that role. I mean, that that scene where where he's standing over Xavier's grave and he's saying it's got water and he's like he's fighting it I'm just like I mean that entire movie is just heartbreaking and it's it's just it's one of the best Marvel movies I've ever seen in my life I mean Logan was just from from start to I mean the fact that they open up the title like, the second he gets blasted in the chest with a shotgun, he's laying on his back, and they open up the title, Logan, I was like, dude, I'm going to love this. There's not a doubt in my mind. I'm going to fucking love this movie. And, I mean, obviously, from my tag name, Old Man Logan, I'm a diehard, you know, short, little Canadian guy that nobody thinks much of, and the second you don't think much of him, he's going to fuck you up and that's just that's just the way it is and you know like the um falcon and the winter soldier when they introduced madripoor i went what what you're you're going to introduce what so i mean yeah i'm going to go into thor love and thunder with an open mind see what happens i don't know you know, See, to to you know can to to kind of stick with the Kevin Smith stuff. I know I know that we went off topic because we did bring Marvel. Marvel is taking over Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, well, honestly, Disney owns everything for Christ's sake. That that's true. I mean, I'm waiting for them to buy out AT and T. I honestly think that that Smith would do a really good job. He's he's such a fan of Star Wars. He Every bitch and complaint that everybody's had about any of the movies, especially the new three, he went he went on you know on camera and voiced them live, and said all the same stuff that the entire fan base was saying. But I feel like, he, but, he, but I but I feel like Pico has more truth to the books. But I feel like Pico has a point that it would be like the I can't pronounce his fucking name, but like the 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 director of the last two Thor, Thor movies, he kind of made it his own. I feel like Kevin Smith would kind of just, you know, I mean, yeah, he, he, he'd make it fan friendly, but like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't want Ben, Ben Affleck in my Star Wars movie. As much as I love Jason Lee, just be Brody. Just run a comic shop and give people the stink palm and shut the fuck up. That's what I, that's what I want them to do. Like, I'm just, I, 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 like... Favreau established himself. I mean, look, the dude did fucking Iron Man, which started the fucking Marvel franchise. It, it laid the groundwork of excellence. He did the Mandalorian. I mean, dude, who didn't get a chill up their fucking spine when Jedi Master Luke came out and was fucking up Dark Troopers? Yeah, it was great. I mean, just give Star Wars... To John Favreau, give it to I'm him. Say it. I'm, I'm gonna say it. 
I want to see Jason Mewes as a fucking stormtrooper. I want to rip the helmet off and say, that's a fucking Jedi. I'm the hell no. Fuck this. I quit. What? So he takes his uniform off and says, would you fuck me? I would laugh hysterically if he did that because of a Jedi mind trait. That would be hilarious. Look, this isn't the movie Fanboys. I don't want to see that nonsense. And Fanboys was a good movie. I did enjoy that. But the, the caveat I'll make the the Favreau is uh, Dave Filoni, who is heavily involved in all these pieces, uh, has created and has extended the most compelling character in Star Wars. It's not his name is not Luke Skywalker. It's not Darth Vader. It's not anything. Sokotano is the best written character. It is the best character arc of anyone in in this entire universe. That is Filoni's bread and butter. It's what he's. I mean, I, I, there there were. Images of her writing the loaf, the loaf wolf in his journals, like ten years, fifteen years before he ever came to, to Rebels. Um, he has written an, an arc with that character that I just want to give him three movies and just say go do it. And and, and, he, and he somewhat replicated, I think, with Ezra and Rebels as well. Um, but I, I I hope I know he's going to be heavily involved in the Ahsoka show. I just hope they give him the show and just say, look finish your story because because it's, it's his story no i have to say and rosario dawson as um as ahsoka like i've i've very much liked her character i think she has a very compelling story and a story to tell and i think star wars fans are gonna like it and you know like that that one that one episode in the mandalorian where i've seen what fear can do to a full train Jedi Knight, the best of us. It's like, yeah, fuck. We know who you're talking about, and it was just, well, it's really, yeah. If if you haven't seen Rebels, um, there's a scene where she fights Vader. Yeah, I've seen it. And, yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. And and oh, but you know, he's got half of his face tore off the mask, and and you know, he she he basically like. She's like, I'm here to avenge my master. And he said, revenge isn't the Jedi way. And the comment of, well, I am no Jedi. And then she comes after him. I mean, that is just still to this day. I, I get chills every time I think about it. Yeah. And, and it's just, yeah, I, I just, she, she's my all-time favorite. Um, and I almost actually put an Omni on her today, but someone told me there's a, there's a workaround of, of the, the videos that are out there. But, um, yeah, I... I Give Filoni a show and 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 or a, a three three movie series and, and just let him get after it. So, absolutely. Well, folks, it is um, it is that time, closing time. We did comments and questions. Um, Pico, I'm going to give the floor to you. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts or comments on the game and uh, where you think it's headed? So a couple things. One, I know you said earlier we're going to keep it to 30 minutes. I'm incapable of doing anything in less than two hours. So uh, if, if anyone at this point is like, man, why is this still going on? Blame me. It, it was all on me. It wasn't the plan. Uh, Dude, I've had a, I've had a fucking blast. Like I've had, been, uh, yeah, I've had, yeah, I've had, this has been awesome. Dude, I've had three bourbons while I'm sitting here. I'm going to bed. <laughs> very, I'm going to sleep well. Yeah, I, I guess closing thoughts. Look, folks, there's a lot of change coming. Just deep breaths, ride it out. We're, we'll figure all these things out. Don't fear the data crown. Uh, profundity over Java. Uh, 
you know, job is going to be great, but you're going to have time. Uh, stay the course on what you're working on. If you're working on a, on a non-Java Galactic Legend, man, keep after it. There's still value in those characters. And, and, and folks, I know change is hard, and the immediate reaction is to, to scream into the wind, but it's not that nobody cares, but you're not going to make a change. So just give it two days, log off of Reddit. <laughs> Definitely off of Reddit. Figure it out. So, you guys, thank you for having me on. I had a blast. This has been great. No, I no, Pico, I appreciate it. Kane, my new co-host. Oh yeah, Pico. Hell yeah, Pico. Thank, thank you for being on, bud. You've uh, you've definitely opened opened me up to some of the to some more of this game. I really do appreciate it, bud. Thank you. I told you, Kane. This man knows his shit. Dude knows his I, shit. I didn't doubt it. Uh, with me being a noob, I was not going to question anything. Uh, if if anything, the notes that I've taken, I'm hoping, are going to help me in the long run. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously doing some of the right things. Uh, farming singular characters, trying to build stuff up, like Pico was saying. And like I said, but thank you. You have enlightened me a little bit more in this game. Nope. Oh, Anything you need, and look, I'm in the Discord as well. Folks, tell me that I'm an idiot, whatever. Happy to, to kind of keep things going on, answer questions there. Let me know what, what you know. Happy to kind of keep jumping in. Absolutely. All right. Kane, you got any uh, closing thoughts to our audience and, you know, how you're doing, or you got any uh, last last words? Uh, mainly, mainly, uh, Appreciate it, Logan. I uh, really do appreciate you asking me to co-host. Uh, one thing, we, we are setting up a YouTube channel. Uh, it will be up and running shortly. We're going to start doing live videos on it. Yep. Uh, we're still going to be doing podcasts. We're still we're going to be implementing everything. If you would like to come and hang out while we're drinking and shooting the shit, uh, please, I will put everything in our Discord as soon as it's up and running and we have our first videos posted. Yeah, Kane's the tech guy. I don't know shit from fucking Shinola about that stuff. That shit gives me a headache. So, all right. Well, folks, for all of you that joined and for all of you that will listen today, tomorrow, next week, whatever, all I have to say is thank you for being here. Pico, again, thank you for your time. It's been, man, it has been an enlightening, outstanding awesome two hours of drinking and shooting the shit and all i have to say which is what i like to close the show out with is in the immortal words of edward r murrow good night and good luck <laughs>